Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We are in a season that is known as Advent, traditionally a time when Christians looked forward with anticipation for Christmas. At that time when we look forward to the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're going to be reading through a book written by Christopher Ash called Repeat the Sounding Joy, which is actually a reflection or a devotional reflection taken from Luke's Gospel, chapter 1 and 2. As together, we look forward to the Lord's coming. Thank you and welcome. Luke chapter 1, verse 76 to 80. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High. For you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. Chapter 13 Light in the Darkness What goes through your mind when you see homes decorated with Christmas lights? Do you smile at the cherry colors in the darkness? Or maybe you think that the display of flashing reindeer isn't quite your style. Yet, even before the invention of the LED, Christmas was always been about light. It still is, but not the sort of light you store away in a cupboard and get out once a year. No, this is a better light by far. When John the Baptist's father sings of the rising sun, coming to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness, verse 78 and 79, he really has something to sing about. He is singing to his baby boy, and you, my child, verse 76, about the message he will so courageously declare when he grows up. John will go ahead of the Lord Jesus, God himself in human flesh, with a message of light in darkness. And what darkness it is. These lines in Zechariah's song hint at the intimate connection between sin and death. When Zechariah sings about the darkness of the shadow of death, we all understand that. When someone we dearly love dies, Christmas becomes such a poignant and painful time. The empty chair, the empty bed, the empty silence, it all cries out, war in the darkness. We feel the presence of death in every sickness too. Even something trivial like a breeze or a cold is the outer edge of the shadow of death. Each year as we get older, we feel the tentacles of the encroaching darkness, sadness of mind, the troubled heart, the painful body all shout to us, You are going to die! And it all hurts. Even our joyful days, the days full of light, are never free of some shadow of worry or doubt or fear. But what can shine a true light upon us who dwell in the shadow of death? 
the comfort of fantasy may dull the pain for an evening, but it can never give lasting light. To feel the true light, we need first to grasp the true problem. In the heart of our pain is not death, but sin. It is our sin that brought death into existence. Romans 5, verse 12 to 21. When Adam and Eve set their hearts against the God of life and were marched out of paradise, death entered the world. You and I share in their sin. Our default heart setting is much more serious than we like to think. We die because we are sinners. We cannot say that individual sufferings are the consequences of particular sins, at least not all the time. Sometimes they may be. But we can say that the shadow of death falls on us because it is the completely fair and just judgment of God upon a world of willful sinners. Once we, we grasp that, and only when we grasp that, there can be hope. For the message John the Baptist brought, the message of Jesus Christ, is the message of forgiveness of sins through the tender mercies of our God. Verse 77 and 78. It was John the Baptist's costly privilege to walk ahead of the Savior and to announce loudly and clearly that in this Savior our sins can be forgiven. There is no better news for men and women with awakened consciences, burdened by the guilt of hearts centered on ourselves, haunted by memories, perhaps especially at Christmas, of things said and done of which we are ashamed. There can never be nothing more wonderful to hear than this. Our sins can be forgiven. And they can. It is true. This is not a fantasy. Because Jesus Christ came in human flesh and lived and grew and loved God and died to pay the penalty for, our, for sinners, our sins can really be forgiven. And that means that while the shadow of death still falls on our bodies in this life, if we belong to Christ, our spirits are raised with him. Ephesians 2 verse 6 When you feel the shadow of death cast its gloom, dark gloom over your life, know for sure that the light has dawned. And rejoice that one day we too will be raised in new bodies in the new creation and death will be no more. Let us sing. Hark, a thrilling voice is sounding. Christ is nigh, it seems to say. Cast away the works of darkness, O ye children of the day. Lo, the Lamb so long expected comes with pardon down from heaven. Let us haste with tears of sorrow, one and all to be forgiven. That when next he comes with glory and the world is wrapped in fear, with his mercy he may shield us and with words of love draw near. Translated by Edward Caswell, 1814 to 1878. Let us pray together. God our Father, when we feel the cold darkness of the shadow of death, draw our minds and hearts from the sadness to our sin. 
that we may come to Jesus, your only Son, to be forgiven, and through him, who is the light of the world, may we rejoice in sins forgiven, and the sure and certain hope of death defeated. We ask it for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thank you for listening to Grace Point Church podcast today. Join us again tomorrow as we continue in this Christmas series of devotions and as we continue to long for our Lord's return. Even so, come Lord Jesus.